This is CliffCentral.com. Well, hello, hello, hello. I absolutely adore those Tibetan singing bowls. And you know when you hear them? It's time for Beyond Ears and Eyes here on Cliff Central. I'm Liesl Tom on controls today. Palais Mabuye. Hey, Palais. And then, as always, my bestie, Shemaine. <laughs> How you doing? Yes, indeed, I am your bestie. <laughs> <laughs> and indeed, I am Shemaine Harris. And um, today, we have something that I have wanted to talk about for the longest time. Very selfish, this one. Don't know how I'm going to flood through here, but anyway, I'm going to try. And our guest is um, transformation coach, teacher, healing facilitator um, from firelightessence.coza. And his name is Kevin McGee. Kevin, thank you so much for coming in here and welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes. Thank you. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Good to have you. So as I as I said, we're going to talk about um, what again? See, I can't even say it. That's how excited I am. <laughs> sacred, sexual to... <laughs> sacred sexual healing. Sacred sexual healing. Sacred sexual healing. Yes. What is sacred sexual healing? Okay. Basically, obviously based in sexual energy, um, with religion and organize organizations and society has become so critical. And judgmental about sexual interaction between people. And controlling. And controlling. Um, women feel it especially, um, and also people with a different sexual orientation would feel it a lot as well. Basically, using sex to heal connects you to your soul in a very basic, very simple, essential process that all of us should be comfortable with as humans. But we're not. Kevin, when you say using sex to heal, are you using sex as the tool or are you healing your sexuality which got damaged by all these, you know, <laughs> judgments from society? Both. Um, okay. Both. Um, I would, I'm not going to have sex with someone to heal them. No, that's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's not what I'm saying at all. But to encourage people to express themselves sexually with their partners, with their, their husbands, wives, whoever, with and themselves? with themselves, um, can be a hugely healing experience. One of the first, or when I'm working with, we, um, I was, as I said, as, uh, when we were speaking before, I spoke, I mentioned that I do shadow work. One of the things that that is, is that the first thing I do is help people love who they are. Is that the basis of, the basis of starting it. to? Yes. All right. Yes. So loving who you are means loving your body. With the the left breast bigger than the right, with the little bumps here and there in the stomach that's not quite there. You're going with the left breast <laughs> and uh, bigger than the right, and I'm going with the left testicle. Just to correct both of you, the right side is bigger. Carry on. Oh, I thought it had to do with the, oh. what, what, how you Oh, is this a law? Is, uh, did I miss the, the instruction? No. No, <laughs> I just find that, you know, carry on. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. But the, one of the essence of it is to love yourself. And one of the first exercises I give people is to masturbate. 
but not uh, done, finished. Okay. It's not about the the orgasm. No, it's not. A, and and if you can explore things like tantra, sexual interaction, sexual magic, it's not about the orgasm. The orgasm is the creative energy, the creative spurt. Yes, but it's not about that. If it's about building your relationship with your partner, it's about the interaction that happens through the process. It's not about the orgasm at the end of the day. So when I just I just want to give people the example of the the first exercise they can even try it. You lie in the you have a shower, you lie in the bed, you relax, you chill. You get some baby oil, massage oil, candle, whatever, and you massage your body from the top of your head to the base of your toes. You massage every part of your body. You explore. Not, oh my goodness, I've got a mark there, or, but love every part of your body. And doing that includes a masturbationary process. Love yourself. You cannot be loved by anybody else unless you can love yourself. So this is an intimate, this is a self-help, uh, uh, you know, like, mm. I don't want to say self-help, but this is on your own. Where you where you actually go, I'm going to touch my body, my mole, my, um, I don't know, crinkly toes. Um, but how do you get there if, you know, you really don't like your body? Because it's almost like a, it's almost like it's been there was someone had a coup. You know, and, and took over your body. Yeah, especially for women. I mean, we are told from the day our eyes yes. open yes. that we have to be this size, mm-hmm. uh, thin, long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Society's yeah. expectation Correct. placed Correct. on the female body. No. Just the that weight body is unbearable. As well. Although men don't have that immediate um, expression, but being in the gay community, you also have that very much the same kind of scenario as well. The how you should look and how you should appear. look, what you should be, what car you should drive, all that sort of crap. Now, um, when you, you you said the first thing you you tell people mm. is to explore their own themselves. bodies, which which includes masturbation. Now, when it comes to religion, many, if not most, look, I'm I'm, I'm not a mm. religious scholar, mm. but I know. Of religions where masturbation is considered an absolute taboo. Yes. In fact, it's a sin. You are going straight to hell if you touch yourself. Correct. Because religions and society do not want you to be empowered. Because then you wouldn't be afraid. You wouldn't be malleable. You wouldn't mm. be able to be controlled. Mm. So societies and religions do not like people like me at all. Because we encourage people to be individuals and think for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite frankly, the feeling is mutual. Um, I believe religion to be the biggest curse on humanity that's ever been thought of. Mm-hmm. Because re- controlling people sexually and women, why are women so discriminated against? Let's, let's, let's deal with that because that, that, that's the, the essence of where you were going earlier. Because women are the creator. Women are the creators. Women are the ones that create life. Think about it. Sexual energy has got a masculine and a feminine aspect. Now, I'm not talking about what you have between your legs. Okay. Mm. I'm talking about the energy that is part of who you are. The feminine, en- the masculine energy, let's start with the masculine energy and think about it from a sexual perspective. What happens when a man has sex? He comes, he does his thing, dush, 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 and he goes. Okay. That is very iconic of 
the male sexual energy. It's exciting. It's passionate. It's sparking. It's, it's a life spark as such. What happens with a woman? And I'm not saying that either of them enjoy or not enjoy. We're not going into that. I'm just talking about the essences of the, the energy. The biology now. From a feminine side, what does a woman do when a man has sex with her? Okay, She embraces receives. him. She receives. The feminine energy receives. And then takes what the man has given her, nurtures it, and creates life. If mm. conception mm. happens. Mm. But that's, mm. that's the ultimate... Mm idea of what sexual yeah. experience is supposed to be about although it isn't because when you when you were talking about it i you know the image that came uh, was that women are kind of like incubatory mm. you know it's like it's it's it's, it's a nurturing space mm. um and that's you know and that's that's probably where where we go so wrong and i think that when that is violated we become manipulative because that's Correct. how we can protect ourselves Correct. but besides that i still want to figure out how do you start teaching someone who do, who doesn't love their body um to to start with you know can you give me that process? Where do you start? My hands are, you know, not cute. So, mm. but how do I start seeing that my hands are cute? By practice. Okay. By so by basically, um, and I'll I'll do it. I'll do a sort of transformation. I put it under transformation coaching process because I will do a series of processes with you, and you'll have certain exercises to do, and then you'll have to give me. A feedback on each process. So today you're going to go and do your thing. You're going to masturbate. You're going to rub your your Self down and what 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 Tell me how you feel Tell me what happened Tell me what you liked What you didn't like Then I sit with that And I debrief with that process And I say to them Well listen Why don't you like your left pinky It's quite cute actually So mm -hmm. mine is straight Yours is skew So And I'll work with the issues Underlying The skew pinky Or the belief in themselves In a, in a consultation Kind of counseling process um, obviously, I'm not going to stand over them watching them. <laughs> sure. That would just sure. be uncomfortable. Yeah. And then eventually help them to interact with their partners as well and, and help and then massage, do their massage on their partners. And then you, there's, we, would talk, we can talk about chakras as well. You can massage your, your, your partner's chakras okay. as, you, as, you, as you walk up, move up and down their body, and they can massage yours. You can connect the chakras visually. Okay. So you'll connect your base to their base. So you sit across from one another, and, correct? And you do it verbally, or you just you know. Well, you can you can say, okay, let's join our base chakra. We'll do a breathing exercise. I've actually done that in a in a group scenario um, with someone. They obviously were naked; they were fully clothed. But I, t I took a couple, and I actually took them through the process as an example. And then you you connect your 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 base chakras. How does that feel? Right, bring the energy up to mm -hmm. your sacral chakra. Connect your sh sacral chakras. Right, move up. And then also you can take that into a physical sexual encounter in terms of moving that energy through the two bodies in one cycle as well. Kevin, this 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 <coughs> masculine and feminine energies, mm. we both should, I mean, we all should have a complete Correct. set of our own, shouldn't we? We should be in, in perfect balance, yes. But that's the, isn't that where, <laughs> where, where a lot of disharmony comes in? Because yes. women think that they should only have feminine energy. Correct. And Correct. men, men especially, men especially, are extremely uncomfortable yes. with, with their female yes. energy and embracing yes. that. Yes. 
Well, sexuality is also a whole different issue as well um, in terms of the amount of sexual energy of masculine or feminine energy you have within yourself. You'll have people on one side of the scale, um, men and women who are purely masculine or purely feminine. I'm not saying they don't have any feminine energy because your love, your compassion, your supporting, your nurturing comes from a feminine energy, whereas your action and activity comes from a male energy. So it's always a balance. And nobody's balance is the same as anyone else's. And this is what I'm trying to shift people's awareness away from. Just because my balance is this and this doesn't mean your balance has to be the same. Your balance can be totally unique to you. I don't have to be a big butch soccer playing dude to be a man Mm -hmm. And, you know, you'll find it in the gay community as well. There's a lot of gay men that are incredibly effeminate. And, I mean, I'm not judging them at all. I'm just saying that that's, there are people like that. But and I was also- like that for a while. And then I kind of got over myself and realized I don't have to prove that I'm gay. I am gay. There, there are also um, straight people who are yes. either extremely what we term butch yes. or, if, or effeminate yes. for the males, yes. you know. And yes. then we go like, but... You know, how does that work? Yes. But remember, your sexual energy is not necessarily your sexual orientation. There you go. Or your sexual identity. Or your sexual identity. Mm -hmm. Those are each three individual Mm -hmm. concepts. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily, um, you know, par for the course that because you have this level of sexual balance or male-female balance in your body, you're going to therefore be gay or straight or Oh, how many definitions of sexuality are there? Oh, my Lord. You know, I read the other day that the Native Americans, before they were colonized, had five distinct different genders. Correct. Correct, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which which were they? I'm not well, quite I'm, interested I, to find oh, out. I must see if I, yeah, I, 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 okay. I can't remember right. them, but I know that was the, the male, female. Then there was a male that, like, that, that preferred being with men. There's okay. a female that preferred being with woman, mm-hmm. and then the third one was a person that had no sexual inclination the or asexuality. no wishing. Yeah, sort of asexuality. Yeah. So, and but in if I remember correctly, we'll have to yeah. research it and get more info on that. It's interesting because today there there are more. There's like bisexuality as well. Mm-hmm. There is, um, you know, intersex, uh, intersex. Uh, pe- pe- polysexual, and trans, transsexual. And, you know, so it's amazing that it's mm-hmm. that it's you know that, people that, are starting to embrace that side. But of that form. also brings in another interesting concept: is why do we have to label ourselves? Mm. Why do I have to have a label that says I am? Bisexual, I am transsexual, I am a witch, I am a pagan, I am a Christian, I am a South African. Why do we need those labels? Mm. We feel this identity, and I mean, I know often I've gone around calling myself a witch because that's the closest concept that people will understand what I do. Well, I'll call myself a transformation coach because it helps people understand what I do. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's exactly what I do. I think mm-hmm. the labels are shorthand for for who we are, to, 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 to briefly yes. give people a glimpse. But we identify so strongly with what we do mm. as our label. As a label. I mean, there's a, a lot of people, for example, getting slightly off the point here. I'm mm-hmm. now being focused. Look at me. Um, getting slightly <laughs> off the point. People, you'll, you'll meet someone and say, hi, I'm James. I'm an accountant. Mm, mm. I don't care mm. I don't care what job you do And that's what I'm saying about the labels Is that we Yes, I 
label myself as gay. I'm not saying that I will never sleep with a woman because maybe a woman does come along that I want to sleep with. Mm. Okay. Mm. And I don't feel that I need to justify that to anybody else or change my label or change my identity either. But who you mm. sleep with has got nothing to do with your energy balance. No, it doesn't. No. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. So this sexual healing thing that I uh, do want to get into is like, you know, you started this uh, or you're teaching this. And normally they say that um, people who have had um, problems, you know, uh, in that area where they feel sexually comfortable mm. with who they are and, and you know, mm. um, they kind of like they go either off course um, well, mainly, of course, they're either hyper or they go into drugs or because they can't figure out what it is. And it normally happens when they're young, somebody mm. violated them sexually. Mm. And then you, you kind of like you, it, it, it touches your whole entire life. Yes. Um, because that base has been disrupted. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, what are the ways that it can play out in one's life? <sighs> There's a thousand ways that, that it can play the, out. Um, mm. But in terms of, of, of sexual healing, the sexual side of things is more of a um, is more of a, a side effect than the actual process. Um, I'll okay. work with sex and sexuality, absolutely, but it's more about on a conscious and unconscious level accepting what's happened. And like you mentioned being violated or raped. Um, I've been raped, mm-hmm. um, violated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How do you get past that? And how do you just, how do you explain that this kind of stuff even happens? It happens because you as a soul need to experience a higher level of awareness. Okay. Those higher level lessons are forgiveness, unconditional love. You will be, you will draw a violation scenario into your life. Because you have to learn to forgive. The only way to get past a sexual violation is to learn to forgive yourself and the other person. Mm, I think that is very important because all the, all the research and, and all the interviews I've done over the years, victims of sexual offenses always blame themselves. Yes. As if they had I'm control over this. Yes. Well, I found actually found out something very interesting that I, I actually didn't know, and it happens in men and women. When a woman is raped, I think it's 98% yes. or something, I can't remember the exact percentage, of women will have an orgasm during a rape scenario, wow. and men will get an erection. Well, I don't know if, if it's, if, if it's a, a, an orgasm, mm. but they, uh, women who are raped mm. have... A physical secretion to protect themselves from from injury. That is what Alison said in that book of hers, yes. and and I thought that was extremely yes. fascinating. But also, a lot of women will also have an orgasm, a physical sure. orgasm. Now, how do you? And that is what That's screws their brain. That's what screws their brain. Not the violation. They can actually get over that. The fact that they had an orgasm. That their body. That their body. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Then they think there's something wrong with them and then they go, okay, well, why did I draw this into myself? Mm-hmm. Or, or they it's say a, it's it's a betrayed bi- them. Yeah. The body betrayed the them. The body betrayed them. And a man will have an erection. A man can be raped by a woman. Believe it or not, they can be. Okay. Um, I've heard of a story where they actually stuck something down the urethra of Your the man's penis 
and mm. tied his penis there to make sure that it stayed up. It's horrendous what, what can actually happen. But a man will get an erection and he'll be going, what is going on here? I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. But doing hello, everything's mm. happening. It's a psychological excuse my expression, mindfuck. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to deal with. So you need to deal with the betrayal, not the violation. Because the sexual violation is not about sex. Mm. It's about power. It's about anger. It's about hatred. It's about aggression. And it's control, not yeah. Yeah, and control. It's not about sex. Mm-hmm. It's the way that that sex is the way that that abuse is expressed. So how do you get your power back? Because obviously that's the seat of your creativity. That's where you, your base is where you move from. Mm. You know, mm. that's, that's your daily direction. Yes. How, how, how can one get it back effectively without forcing yourself? I know there's this woman, Psalm, she just died. I'm sure you know of her. Yeah. Do you know of her, Psalm Isadora? I've heard of her, yeah. yeah. And she was one of those people who came from a space where she, um, she was violated by her father sexually when she was young. She went off at a, at a tangent, and then she just decided, "I'm going to turn this uh, on its head," you know, and and use that very thing that flawed me mm. to um, to assist people on how to um, use it as as a guide mm. for for how to mm. go ahead with your life. Exactly. Um, it starts out as a counseling process, but also the main thing is to come back to forgiveness. There's a hundred different forgiveness exercises that you can work with. Um, you can just research them on the internet. There's hundreds of meditations and stuff. But your forgiveness is where it starts, and that's the most difficult thing. Mm-hmm. Because how do you forgive a father for doing something like that to you? Um, well, if I give you a little bit of, I mean, not from a sexual perspective, but how I've healed and learn through forgiveness I was adopted So I, I was rejected by my birth mother When I came out as gay My parents kicked me out of the house I was going to be a Catholic priest My um, church kicked me out When they found out I was gay And I've had to move through that And in the process found the odd Rapist person abused me And all that sort of thing And I would not be sitting here with you today If that had not happened I would not be able to be sitting here if every single thing that happened in my life had not happened and I had not forgiven and moved on from it. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult to say to a person, a woman, a man who has been raped and abused and is in that deep victim mode, it's very difficult to say to them, you have value, stand up and stop it. But I cannot change you. I cannot force you to change. I can guide you. I can help you. I can give you exercises until they're coming out. Your, your, if you don't commit to that process, if you don't decide, like that woman you were talking about, listen, I'm not going to be a victim to this anymore. I need to move past this. What do I need to do to move past this? I need to forgive myself. I need to forgive the person who did it to me. I need to feel better about myself because, again, it's about your energy signature. Mm-hmm. So you sending out an energy signature of victim, you're going to draw more abusers to you. Mm-hmm. You literally do have a sign above your head that says, Thanks. come and beat me up because I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. If you take an abusive man, then no no abusive man is at where Oprah is at the moment. Going to go up to Oprah, flirt with her and abuse her. Okay? Ain't going to happen. They're going to take one look at her and go, hey, I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh-uh. Okay. But why does it happen to some woman over and over and over and over and over again? 
Because they are not shifting out of that victim mentality So you say, you're saying start with the mind first Start with the mind, start with the body, with both mm-hmm. I just want to make it, I just want to, to ask you And just make, have mm. you make it clear that we are not blaming victims We are not mm. saying mm. it is because mm. a victim is in this victim mode no, 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 energetically you will draw energetically people to you that will express what you believe, but I'm not saying that you're going out and, and wanting it to happen, no, 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 not at all, no. So once that's fixed, what, what can happen in, in your life, once you go like, okay, I've had, um, you know, samples of, of energy healing, <laughs> I've had meditations and done all this and the other. What 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 happens? How does one's life transform? We well, can even start with yours. Once you went through that process, what happened to you? I started doing counseling and reading for people. Okay. I started helping other people heal. There is nothing more rewarding than sitting with a person who's had a serious issue. Guiding them, I don't do the work, I'm not saying I do the work, but I guide them. And in 13 weeks or 15 weeks or however long the process takes, that person is literally a different person. Um, and I'm not saying your personality changes, but mm-hmm. your expression changes. I would not be sitting here, as I said, if I had not healed from it, mm-hmm. from my, what I've gone through. I would not be writing, I would not be healing, I would not be teaching, I would not be guiding people. If I had not healed it myself And that's what you can look forward to Not necessarily healing and guiding people But loving your life I get up in the morning and I'm like Yay, what is happening today That is going to make me excited What am I going to create in my day today To make me excited Instead of recreating that whole cycle Of of crap, really For want of a better excuse mm. Mm. Now when you Take couples mm. And you use sex as a tool to, mm. to heal their relationship Yes Does it have to be physical sex Or can you have A mind fuck <laughs> Yes to both It can be used both ways um, Obviously again A relationship needs to work from both sides And the first question I ask When any couple comes to me is do And I'll ask them individually Not in each other's company Do you really want this relationship to work? That's your first question. If one of the partners is slightly unsure, doesn't want to, doesn't know if they can forgive, go through the process or whatever, end the relationship, goodbye. You know, don't don't waste your time because you both have to be committed to the process. Yes, you can use physical, spiritual and emotional sexual interaction to heal a relationship, yes. So how would... um for lack of a better term, an astral mm. sex scene work. <laughs> I actually had a, 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 a woman phone me this morning um, that it had actually happened to her last night with her and her partner. They both woke up this morning and went, were you in that same experience? But was yes. that a dream or was it? It was, well, after speaking to her for a bit, it was more of an astral, an astral thing. Astral projection and astral traveling are skills that anyone can learn. And if you're going to do it with a partner, you can draw your partner. Some people take their cats or their dogs onto the astral plane with them as well. So that can happen as well. It's practice. It's like any spiritual awareness, any any growth process, 
any relationship, you don't just get into a relationship and both sit back and it wax. It doesn't. It takes work. It takes commitment and connection to each other. Whether you're going to use sexual healing or emotional healing or counseling or whatever, it takes work. I remember you mentioning once that um, your that your mo- sex your sexual energy is your most creative. Yes. And then you went even further. <laughs> other than other than, other than that, I, I still need to to work to work on that whole sexual thing being where you're at your most creative. And then you went further and you said, when you have an orgasm, your your what falls away? Your auric field. Your auric field collapses. <laughs> your and I thought that was that was awfully scary. Can you explain that? Well. Um, you know what your aura is. Your auric field keeps your energy and everything in place and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you have an orgasm, yes, your auric field collapses. But it has a very real reason. Okay. As we said, to go back to the male energy and the female energy and how the process works. Okay. The man, de- man deposits his sperm and into the egg and dahache. Right. But something energetic happens as well. The man transfers a life spark. Now, a life spark is not going to pass through your auric field. Okay. It's not going to, because it's my, it's my life spark from me so going to you. And then we so create that, that. that creation of life, that life spark cannot happen while there is that spiritual barrier there. Okay. Can't happen. So, the auric field collapses, and that's how the energetic spark gets transferred. I think there are a couple of males who are going, oh, thank God we were counted in this conversation because <laughs> we just started with the beginning, and women are like, you know, do these yeah. <laughs> wonderful yeah. incubatory beings. Yeah. And then now men are going like, okay, yeah. So I also give something, which which yes. we all know, obviously. No, no, obviously but it has to be a balance between yeah. the two. So, and then you, then you also said that's no, the… No, 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 wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> does, the, does the man's auric field… Also collapse. Both of them have to. Okay, so his has to collapse in order for the spark to get out. To get out, and hers has to collapse okay. for the spark to get in. And when 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 these auric fields are collapsed, a soul can enter. Well, the, what happens in physical conception is that the physical vehicle is created, and a spark of the, the animation spark of animation mm-hmm. is added. A soul joins later. Okay, so, but you said this auric field collapses when you orgasm. Now, um, I'm sorry to break it to you, but uh, so many women fake it. How do they fall pregnant? It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Am I being difficult? Nice, you're being difficult. Thank you for that. the auric field doesn't it, it normally collapses during orgasm it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be during an orgasm it can it can be a because that that collapse is not a a 5 hour scenario mm. it's literally collapses and re- recreates itself it's a split second is that also why you feel so yes. drained well actually men feel drained and women feel energized well what has just happened the mm. man has transferred his energy into the feminine energy Hmm. So he would feel drained And a woman would say let's go some more And he's going I don't think so Not today honey Although there are a lot of men that are multi-orgasmic You can actually train yourself to be, have multiple orgasms as a man And a woman hmm. Hmm. Also with that you said when your auric field collapses You can get attachments Yes 
How does that work? If your partner that you're having sex with um, has a, uh, for want of a better explanation, I'm not saying demons with horns and stuff, a demonic, what they call a demonic. Do demons have horns? <laughs> Depends on which <laughs> demons you're talking about. Anyway, moving on. Um, but if, a lower if, level energy. Yes, a lower level energy, a more dense, more restrictive kind of energy that most people would call a demonic energy. That energy, if it's attached to the one partner, if it's because it, remember those energies can't attach without your auric field letting them in for some reason. The same as disease can't atta- get in unless you allow it in. You will allow have allowed somehow that energy attaches to you. When your auric field collapses, if your energy is better than mine, or mine is better than yours, and I have the same predilection to you that allowed the energy into your auric field in the first place, it will reattach. It, it can shift itself across to me, yes. That's a why value judgment there, and I have to call you on it. What do you mean if your energy is better than... <laughs> Okay, that was a value judgment, yes. and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> would you like to rephrase? Yes, I would. Um, I'm not talking about better or worse. Um, you know, sometimes I, I, I talk in shorthand. shorthand. Okay. Higher, lower, a, a more of an energy that that entity might want to be attached or if, to. Or if, if your energy is brighter than or the brighter. person who's or got brighter. this attachment. And you have, you have um, clubs where you can go and have sex. Um, you know, there's S&M clubs, there's gay sex clubs and other places Very often you will find what people have called incubi and succubi From a demonic perspective Will inhabit those places Because when, the, when, when, you, when you are vulnerable They can attach And if you've got a very bright energy They can attach to you But again, only if you have the predilection Or the, the wound that will allow them to enter your auric field can you, can you before the time say stop it I'm not having anything attached to me None of that Can you? Yes Okay so you can make a decision And, yes. and then it yes. the, I think, That's like woo woo stuff but, <laughs> but, uh, It gets very woo woo But mm-hmm. it's all about what you allow And what you don't allow in your own space as, right. as creators We are all creators And we can create our own environment So if you decide I'm never going to have an attachment Thank you very much It won't happen what I also wanted to find out, because you mentioned that that you can manifest at your highest level. With sexual energy. With sexual energy. Yes. How does that work? Because uh, <laughs> that, that's really, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's great to know. Mm. Because I think we know that you, you, you vibrate better when you're feeling better and yes. you're kind of high. So Correct. can you help us how that works? Because then we can all have orgasms while we think of our little house at the sea that we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way she puts these things. Does, does, does it work Being like that? Very, very much like that. But remember, you've, it, it can work for an individual in a masturbatory process. It can work between a couple and in a group. But you'll have to concentrate a lot. I mean, when you, I don't know about other people, what, but what I often? can't think. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, manifestation comes from your heart. It comes from feeling, not from thinking. So if you have, what you can do is in the room where you are with, with your, with your partner or in the group or whatever, is stick up a picture or draw a sigil or draw an image that's very quick to look at that you, that you can absorb in the environment where you are focusing. Now, but if you're going to have spiritual sex as such, 
it's not a wham bam thank you bam kind of scenario it's not a scenario that you don't plan you plan it and this is what it what your objectives are in doing that process what is spiritual sex i love how you sorry off i your need shoes. to take my shoes off i can't anymore <laughs> Spiritual sex is just your shoes. No? Only my shoes, I promise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't want me to take my shirt off. Um, uh-huh. your, so your spiritual sex, okay, is about connecting you as a couple, right. as a partner, connecting to you, you as your divine being. You can use it for all of those scenarios. If you want to manifest through the sexual interaction, because remember, orgasm energy sexual energy is where life is created it's the most creative you can get so keep you will you it will be a very focused process it's not just in out in out thing it can take a few hours sometimes mm-hmm. and as you build up the process you keep referring to that image that's on the wall in your environment as you practice you can actually be in two minds so so to speak where you can actually have your physical Manifestation, and you can have your physical experience both happening at the same time. Yes, okay. and this the spiritual sex—that's where the sacred comes in. Sex is sacred, no matter how it's had. Okay, now you're going to go like <laughs> sex is sacred, but now I'm thinking, what what about the time when it's a violation, where where it's without the person, the other person's well, like, um, consent? Like I, like I said to you. It, you don't. You will not have the physical person's consent, no. Mm-hmm. But you, if you are working on a higher level of awareness in your soul and your soul level, you need to learn things like unconditional love, forgiveness, um, you know, all that acceptance of all. Okay. You cannot forgive something if there's nothing to forgive. Mm-hmm. You can't learn unconditional love if there's nothing happened in your life. That needs to experience that The person that raped me I have no problem with At all anymore And I actually can say that I love them in their own environment I'm not going to allow them into mine again Obviously But I love them for what they have brought into my life Because I had to learn To love myself Through that violation And I know it sounds really horrible And it sounds like which woman or which man wants to be raped or violated or child. in our physical or child mm-hmm. in our physical awareness and our physical environment no we do not ask for it to happen mm-hmm. but sometimes it needs to happen for us to learn the higher levels of awareness and and lessons you know it's a it's a really harsh thing to hear no it is it's horrible um, you know when you when you go like that little girl was just Raped. I mean, it's so horrendous. It's horrendous. I can't even talk about it. I'm it's horrendous. having difficulties, and then um, you know you go because my my inclination would be to blame God, you know, and to say what an awful God, what a horror. No, but, but when I say mine, I speak as no, a collective. As, as, a lot of as, people, a lot as humans, people. we go like there is no God, there is no loving God. How can God, God exist? How can God do yeah, that? How can and, God exist to allow that to happen? You know, yes. but and and that goes that doesn't just go for that. I mean, there are different circumstances. There's wars, there's um, cancers, which everybody is uh, look around about our world now. for five seconds. Yeah, you know. So, so then you can go like, oh, what a god mm. you are! Mm. Good job. <laughs> but, you know, Kevin, what if the person, the soul, is not capable of learning that lesson? I mean, you get people like yourself mm. who are able to take 
horrible experience and transmuted into emotional gold. Mm. And then you get people who are broken and are broken for the rest of their lives mm. by this incident. Mm. Everyone can heal. Um, it's whether they want to heal or not. And at the end of the day, it comes across in often in my healing practice as well. I can say what I wanted to you. If you are going to hold on to that pain and not mm. release it, there's nothing I can do about it. Because I have no right as a healer, a teacher, a priest, a spiritual teacher, I have no right as a human being to dictate to you what your experience must mm. be. Yes, this experience, you've had this experience. And it's very often, it's difficult for us outside of the process to look at it and go, well, this is, this is da-da-da. Some people identify themselves with their pain. Some people will never let go of that pain. Because they don't because know who they, they are without they it. They don't know who they are without it. And, you know, as a healer and teacher, it's been a big lesson for me is I have no right to judge them. I have no right to make them change. I have no right to question what they're doing. Mm. All I can do is say, I can help you when you are ready. Mm -hmm. If you never want to change that perspective, that's your choice, and I have to respect it. It's the same as I don't, well, I do have a lot to say about organized religion, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't criticize necessarily individual Christians or anything like that, simply because they have a right to believe what they want to believe. Mm -hmm. I cannot dictate to them like they believe they can dictate to me what I should believe. Mm -hmm. When you started out and you mentioned Tantra, you also spoke about sex magic. Now, what (laughs) is that? Apart from a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, what is sex magic? We were talking about it earlier, manifestation of sexuality. Okay. Okay. Um, Creating a goal by sexual interaction. And as I said, it can be individual, it can be couples, or it can be groups. Yes. Hmm. I love the fact that it can be individual because there are a lot of people who don't have partners. Yes. You know, where you go like, mm. okay, so if I don't have a partner, hot. <laughs> yeah, you know, what now what? <laughs> but you can still have, I'm, I'm sorry, but you can still have magical sex with yourself. Oh, yes, I understand that. But, you know, sometimes one needs to clear this up. And as you know, that sometimes we don't want to go there because, you know, we have baggage mm. with, with our sexuality. Mm. And so, you know, you already have baggage having sex with someone else mm. and then doing it, you know, with yourself, you go, like I don't really I really don't you know so so, so we all have but different yeah. issues at different no, exactly. times and again like I said it's not my my um, place to place yes. to judge or tell you what you should or shouldn't do but very often people will use exactly your argument what you're saying mm-hmm. now as an excuse not to interact with people as an excuse not to grow not to get out and the way the universe works the way it works is that we learn grow and experience through relationship mm-hmm. when you are on your own you don't learn you can do a lot of inter- introspection you can do a lot of meditation you can do all that kind of stuff 
But you only get to learn and experience when you are in a relationship, be it friendship or anything else. Okay, but hold up. I I don't want to. I'm not discarding that comment because mm. I believe that. But I also don't want to um, go that you can't have a relationship with yourself because of course not. that's one you of can. the greatest moments where you go like, oh my god, isn't this lovely being with myself? You know, no, absolutely. So that, that's absolutely. kind of like almost sometimes better yeah. than being with someone else. Absolutely. But absolutely. I wanted to find out from you. How often do you have to go through this process? Because I know you mentioned you're, you've been raped. And then, you know, when you go through your healing, mm-hmm. I assume there are layers yes. where you go, okay, now I'm good. Now I need to refocus. Now I'm good. Now I need to deal with it that again. onion of pain. The onion of pain. <laughs> Don't you love that picture? You know, I just want to burn you know it it's, a, it's, it's the only way it makes sense to but me yeah. because every time you, you peel a layer off, yes. you think I'm done with it. I'm done. And, and there it is again. Mm-hmm. And there it but is it again. gets smaller anyway. But you, you know? know, but you know what the whole the whole thing is that people get irritated when that happens. You know, they'll they'll be happily do da do da do da. But I've been dealing with this all my life. Why has it come up again? The reason it's come up again is because you have evolved. Oh, that's nice. Because you have grown. It would not have come up again if you'd already dealt with it. Do you so ever you get have to deal evolved? with it completely? It depends. Like if you if you've got that image of the onion, okay, mm-hmm. some things will go two layers down. Some things will go all the way to the core of your being. My issue with my life, okay, and I told you about the adoption and everything else, okay, mm-hmm. is rejection. Right. I actually, and it's still something that I'm working with today. Okay, forty nine years later. All right. I still get very very nervous approaching a man. Okay, I do. And yeah, I'm a spiritual teacher and I know better and all the rest of it. But that essence of rejection is still, all, mm. even after all these years, is still there. Even though I understand it, even though I've forgiven it, even though I've done so much work on it, that essence of rejection is still maintained. And I believe that that fear of rejection will probably be with me for the rest of my life. But I get better at dealing with it. I get better at experiencing it. I get better at handling it and growing through it. As we go through our processing. Okay. And, and, and in your body, how did it make you move once you started going, I'm dealing with it. I've mm-hmm. dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm going to deal with it again as transformation <laughs> occurs. But for now, I'm kind of like, I'm okay. How, how did you, how did your body feel once you started settling into that space of, it's not so threatening. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. It feels lighter. It feels, it doesn't feel as so heavy. I feel I, I, I'm not saying I don't wake up in a, in, a, in a mood every now and then I do I think we all do But generally I get up excited in the morning mm-hmm. Whereas 10 years ago I'd get up going Oh God And just put my head back under the pillow And feeling sexy Yeah I have my after, moments after, Yeah. <laughs> after that Was it easier for you to go there It's to easier embrace? for me to embrace um, To embrace having a sexual experience With someone Yes um, it, it's still something I'm working on. Um, this, the whole sexual healing is is still a, quite a new branch of my practice as well. It's mm-hmm. only I've only been focusing on it for the last six months or so. Mm-hmm. So it's also still a process with, for me as well. So I'm still learning and growing through it too. I wouldn't do a strip tease in front of everyone. And I mean, you heard me say earlier, <laughs> I'm not taking my shirt off in, this, in, the, in the studio. 
But that's because of my own self-esteem issues, not because of the, the sexual issues. I've, you know, I'm not going down that road. You're not exploring my sexual history. No, but self-esteem, <laughs> self-esteem is is something that I think all humans struggle with mm. in one form or another. Yes. Could sexual healing help that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so you would say that the, the more you you touch yourself. The, 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 the more you the more, like yourself. The more you love yourself, the more other people will love you. To put it, take it out of that, um, mm. that, that terminology. Mm. The more you love yourself, the more you allow others to love you. So the base chakra yes. is the seat of the sexual energy. No. Where is the, the sacral, sacral chakra? That's the, the second one, the, and the, the orange one. one. The orange is it in one. the orange one? Okay. Your base chakra is is survival. All it's, right. So it's, this it's home. It's 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 survival. Okay. Yeah. So that second one, that the mm. the second chakra. What kind of exercises can one do to help the process along while you're on your own? You know, okay. colors, movements. Orange is always very good. Um, we all look at Lisa with the orange. So, so, so regular listeners to this show would know that I don't like the color, color orange. Um, well, there's a whole lot of we can talk about no, 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 there. No, no, no. But uh, I am wearing orange today, and I am coming to terms with it. It's it's more on a vibrational level, mm. and and my you know my complexion. But this particular shade of orange suits me well. And she looks uh, stunning. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, no. So can we move along? Yes, thank we you. can. All right. Again, as as Lisa was saying, orange, mm-hmm. um, bring orange in to your environment. Um, orange is a very creative, very passionate, very exciting color. So it'll also, in your offices, it's a good color for an office. It's a good color to be around you in a creative environment. Mm-hmm. Bring orange into the, th- into the space. Um, laying on of hands on that spot? Laying on of hands, massaging. Mm-hmm. Massaging. I mean, it's very easy to find the sacral. There's a little hollow just under your belly button. Okay. Even if you've got a belly, the hollow's still there. <laughs> Massage that. Especially if you have a belly. <laughs> <laughs> she Massage, says with a yeah. flat stomach. Massage it. You can turn around on your back more or less in the same place. You can massage it there as well. You can rub it there as well. Specific oils? Um, you can use uh, Lang Lang as good for um, in, in, in embracing sexuality. Speaking into the spot, what would you say? <laughs> um, I come love. on now. I love. Oh, I love. I love because that that would go. Crea- I create. Mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm safe. Yes, I'm safe. Safe would go more with your base chakra, though. They connect. Yeah, they're, they're very close, but mm-hmm. your your safe would be more 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 related to your base chakra. <laughs> okay, I think our hour is up. I'm so time goes by so quickly. (laughs) Palisa sitting there means your time is up. Well, when Palisa comes back, is that it? Is that it? When when Palisa comes back, then we've got to shut up. Yes, because she tries to show us from the control room (laughs) and we ignore her. Well, I can't see her. No, 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 no. (laughs) When she comes in, we know know, it's time for us. That's it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kevin. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Kevin McGee with a K. And um, we said that you are from. Firelight Essence. F Y R E L I T E. Yes. .co. Lee, thank you so much for today. Oh, friend, as always, it's been an absolute blast and a pleasure. You take care of yourself and you back at home, you do the same. Thanks, Balisa. I'm Shemaine Harris. Bye bye now. This is CliffCentral.com.